Hello, everyone, and welcome to Buzzing About Romance. I am Becky. And I am Leah. And this is our wrap-up of 2022. It is. And let me tell you, it was not easy to get to the wrap-up of 2022 because we're idiots. We are. Um, (laughs) Yes, we are idiots. Like... And life and schedule. So this episode is dropping on January 1st of 2023, which is perfect because this gives you all a chance to know how we had up and until the very last minute to read no, not, all the not books. Not how we, not how we, because I have not changed my list for like a month. It's been, I take that back. It's been like two weeks, but I have not changed my list because it was stressing me out so bad. I couldn't do it anymore. I did change out my list just today before we started. Like to the minute, down to the wire. I did. I actually have pin notes on my thing (laughs) to to switch, to add some things. So you're welcome. Cheese and rice, Rebecca. I know. Cheese and rice. So on this episode of Buzzing About Romance, we are wrapping up our year in reading. 2022 had a lot of great and amazing books for us. We found some new favorite authors. We are excited to share all of them with you. Mm -hmm. Um, So in this episode, after we get through kind of our year of wrap up and what we read and some highlights of what we read, uh, we are going to go month to month from December of 2021 to November of 2022 and share with you our top read of that month. We also have a few honorable mentions to add to the list and we will announce our top reads for the podcast of 2022. Yes. And if you tuned into our last episode, you know that our contributors gave us their top reads, but we only allowed them to give to do three because there's so many of them. And well, then the we also did our voted. community vote, mm-hmm. which was a Susan Stoker romance. Um, finding Carly. Finding Carly. So we have some stats and I like some good statistics. So we're going to share those with you um, according to Goodreads. Yes. And let me say my Goodreads was messed up this year. So I don't know how accurate it is. I also got the Kindle Unlimited email from Amazon that gave me I didn't other- get that yet. And I am very like upset about it. Like I'm feeling a little FOMO. I got and it. Amanda, it was amazing. Amanda, like um, community member Amanda said she has not gotten hers either. And so she is feeling frustrated as well. Well, sucks to be you. Um, so the shortest book I read this year was Her Older Cowboy by Liz Fox. It was a total of 39 pages. Mm-hmm. Um, my longest book was Beast of Bishop's Landing, which was 665 pages. That was technically a trilogy that was turned into a box set. And it's by Amelia Wilde. And it's part of the Midnight Dynasty Dangerous Press thing. Um, my average rated given was like 4.2 stars. Mm-hmm. Um, total pages read, which is really interesting because when you actually read more books than I did this year, but my total pages read was 75,093. Yeah. First read of 2022 was Dr. Mistake by Jay Salmon. I had 22 DNFs this year. And at recording, which there is still 
four days left, five days left in 2022? Yeah, seven. I think, yeah, we've got five days, four days. Um, I have read 321 books at the time of recording for the year. What are your stats, Leah? Um, I'm actually looking up my number because I don't have that. But again, my Goodreads is messed up, so it's vague. It's off. And also I read a lot of workbooks, like books for work. We are not, you are not justifying your things because I edited over 85 books this year. And we're not even talking the books that I did scrubs on because those don't count either. All right. So let's see. So my year in books, oh, it's, it's changed a little bit. So my shortest book was owned by the billionaire by Gia Bailey. And it was 32 pages long. And then my longest book, which it doesn't technically count as a book because it is a box set by Carla Sorensen. Um, it was 1,186 pages. And I will admit that I did not read the whole box set. I didn't read them all again. She has bonus epilogues in there, which is why I downloaded it and read it because I wanted the bonus epilogues. Fair, fair. But had I not read like the stories that were in it in completion, like I would have totally read it. My average rating that I gave books was 4.3 stars. And my pages read with 6,000 or six, no, 6,000, cheese and rice, 63,088 total pages for 369 books read. My first book of the year also was Dr. Mistake. Okay. And I did not count my DNFs, but I actually probably had about 10 to 15 this year, which is way more than ever because I am a firm non-DNFer, but I totally DNFed books this year because I just, there were some that I couldn't even handle getting through. Like, Well, and to be very transparent, and we talked about this a little bit in our hot take episode, I absolutely have some reader burnout this year. Yeah, definitely. And I slumped super, super hard. And I am such a mood reader that there were a couple books that I started and I was not in the headspace to enjoy them. And so like there were books that by authors that I know I enjoy. And I was like, I'm not loving this book. I need to step away or it's going to make me super grumpy. Yeah. So my problem is, is there are some definite tropes that have to be exceptional. Yeah. Exceptional. <laughs> For me to say, hey, I liked this book. I'm going to read it to the end. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I looked, eight of my DNFs were this one specific trope. It was friends to lovers, wasn't it? It was. Eight of them were friends uh-huh. to lovers that I DNFed. And it's by, they're books by authors, either a new to me author that came highly recommended, or they're authors I've read in the past, but I could not get past the mm-hmm. butts of friends to lovers. Yeah. Um, okay. So year of reading for us, like we said, we both kind of slumped a little bit this year. I'm having a little bit of burnout. Um, but we did find some incredible new to us authors this year. We, t- we did. Yeah. So for me, um, new to me authors this year were Adelaide Forrest. I really enjoyed, I found her by accident and read, um, her contribution to the heaven and hell uh, collaboration collaboration series. novellas mm-hmm. they were delightful they were delightful and we talk about how we 
both went down that dirty rabbit hole in an episode in hell had more plot than heaven hell that was more... one of the one of the like, key out of context quotes. quotes that we had for the year um new to me author i found this year was kaylee ryan oh yes it was your summer the yeah, reading just... roundup of ryan it just yeah. kept going Carrie Elks was also new to me this year, and I love and adore her books, and I'm still trying to catch up on her backlist. She has a big one. She does, but everything I've read, I've really enjoyed. So um, Lulu Moore was new to me this year. Same. Swati MH was new to me this year and obsessed. She's on my new author challenge for the new year. Like I have a list. Like I was put, I was holding off on some of these authors that you have read because I didn't want to ruin my end of year list. Well, and Swati would totally ruin your end of year list because her books are that good. Well, and that's the thing. Like I didn't want to screw with my list. So there's like like two or three authors. So like, I really want to read, but I'm waiting until the, like I had to wait until like my list was finalized and we recorded this episode. So I didn't change my mind. Um, Vanessa Vale was new to me this year. Mm-hmm. And she writes delightfully sexy, dirty talking billionaires. She does. She has a new book coming out very soon. Actually, it came out today. The day we're, the day recording. we're recording this yeah. episode called Manhunt. It's a rom-com. It's so funny. So steamy. Like a week later, a we're still read. obsessed about it. Yeah. Cause Becky and I both were lucky enough to get our copies of it. So we got to read it before today and it was just, it was, it was perfection in book form. It yeah. was a really good book. Um, and also new to us author is Emily Silver. <clears throat> I read her first in her football series and have read book two in the football series and really enjoyed them. And so I will be reading more of Emily Silver this year. Yes, she is one of my 2023 authors. So for me, I discovered the wonderful and amazing <laughs> Juliet Cross this year. And I have touted how amazing like her books are. And if you've listened to the podcast, you know I love the sex nachos. But honestly, like she writes a really great dynamic book. And she has she's a, actually a paranormal most author. Like she only has like a couple different contemporaries, which are excellent and outstanding but she writes a dynamic paranormal the the characters the stories the world that she created is just amazing and i gave katharina mora a try this year um she was a hit or miss for me like a couple of her stories were really dynamic i liked them but there are parts of the stories that i didn't love but i definitely will give her another read because the the couple that she introduced for the her book that's coming out next was really interesting so I'm excited to give her another try and I actually read Samantha Young this year for the first time um she's a Scottish author I think I think she like all of her stories take place in Scotland um and she's just like it was a suspense family series um I macheted it I started at book three because it was like I really wanted to it just sounded really interesting. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to start here. And it was, it was fine. It stood alone and it didn't make me grumpy. And then I found Josie Jade, who actually is a debut author this year. Um, she did co-write her books with Janie Crouch. She did the Resting Warrior series, which is a whole PTSD um, camp that was created. 
and it's really dynamic. And honestly, like I've read Janie Crouch for a couple of years now, and I, it's one of those really well co-written books that I couldn't tell the difference between the author's voice, but then I don't, I don't know, like if there was a majority of one and a little bit of the other since she was a debut, but it was really a dynamic book. And then I discovered Carrie Ann Ryan this year. I've had Carrie Ann Ryan's books on my Kindle for like forever, but it's one of those ones where she has such a daunting backlist that I keep putting it off. And now I'm kicking myself because she is wonderful and delightful. And there's so many good authors that we found this year there really are uh so my most read authors of 2021 kaylee ryan katherine cowell carrie ann ryan and carrie elks i don't know who i read the most this year but if i'm going based on like books released like lanny lynn vale is always a big one for me because she released eight no seven no eight books this year so i've read all of those so if you're going by like those types of things like if you recently released an entire series i read them all um so i read 238 different authors this year and i don't have a clue because i didn't get my kindle email i didn't get that number from kindle thank you very much Oh, that's right you were a psycho and counted that psycho and counted so something new that we are doing this year is there are two authors in particular that had... let's, let me let's preface this. It's because Becky and I couldn't decide and we we're like, we're just going to create new categories so we don't have to pick. Right, right. I didn't, and, and I didn't it's know our what podcast, to pick. So we can do what we want. Well, and part of it is with our rule for our books that we're going to give you that were at the top of each month, mm-hmm. we have we try to be, make sure that we're using a different author for each month, yeah. that it's not, you know, it's not all. Well, and you like, and you and I, try and not to overlap our authors as well. If we try to give you 12, 24 different authors. Well, so this year there were two series that were exceptional, exceptional. One series is completed. The other series is not. And when I say these are exceptional, these are books that Like if you're just starting at book one right now, you are going to binge this and not step out of this series till you're done. These are books that as they were releasing, we were anticipating Mm -hmm. the next release. Like I would have sold Mike Burrier (laughs) to get early access to these books. I mean, we Um, did get early access to those books. You didn't have to sell Mike Burrier, but had we been able to get earlier access, we could have sold him. We could have sold my bird. Um, I mean, he's got a spare kidney. It's fine. So <laughs> the best new sports series yes. for buzzing about romance that we read this year. It is not completed yet. It still has a ways to go. And we are not disappointed about this. We are not. So this series started, kicked off the year in January of 2022. And the latest release in this series comes out. This episode's dropping January 1st. The next book in this series, which is book five, comes out on January the 3rd. So we are talking about the Pittsburgh Titans hockey series. You got it right this time. (laughs) I did. I did. uh, By author Sawyer Bennett. And Mm -hmm. this is, so I have read all of Sawyer's hockey books. This series is very different than her previous two hockey series. 
these are a little bit more emotional. They're a lot more. Um, They're a lot slower burn. A lot slower burn. We're dealing with a little bit more of heady, heavier topics. We're dealing with things like grief <clears throat> and survivor's guilt and PTSD and anxiety. But they are, each story is exceptional. And I have found several new book boyfriends within this series. Oh, for sure. 100%. And like, if you haven't read this series, you need to read this series. It's so good. And you you can come into the series not having a clue about any past, like Sawyer Bennett hockey or any past Sawyer Bennett anything. She does have little, like, little side pieces that intertwine, but it's such a dynamic series in which the the characters there's there's some characters like there's so much healing and power in the love that they create with their heroes and and heroines and it goes both ways and there are some super super swoony moments there's some funny moments i'm looking at you chip the chipmunk there are some really hot moments also looking at you Cohen like I don't know that Gage man oh man Gage like Gage is one of those guys and Baden too like they just they have this innate ability to understand and know exactly what Sophie and Jenna need and they create this amazingly safe space for their heroines yeah but they don't hold them back and they don't they're not changing them they're supporting the person that they truly are yeah. um okay so give us so the next category is best complete series of 2022 and <clears throat> part of the reason we picked this series because if we hadn't all five of these books would have ended up on our lists yes so book one came out in february it came out february 1st so it started february out with a bang Actually, two of my top reads, like this one and my February book were February 1st. But so it started in February and it ended in October. So this series, like it came out fast, it, but it is emotional and wonderful and it is well written. And there's not a there's not a weak link in the bunch. No, it, it, it does deal with some romantic suspense. So it hits those notes for the romantic suspense reader, but it's yes. well written romantic suspense. And it doesn't rely on typical romantic suspense Mm -mm. characters. So the series we're talking about is Tattered and Torn by Catherine Cowles. Yeah. And it's Tattered Stars is the whole, is book one, right? Tattered Stars is book one. Falling Embers is book two. Hidden Waters, Shattered Sea, and Fractured Sky. There's... Again, these characters, they've been through so much emotionally and physically, and they find the person that compliments them in the best possible way. And Catherine weaves these intricate stories that, again, like the hero and the heroine, there, there's no want to change the, the characters, like who they're with, but it's all in creating the safe space and healing space and allowing them to thrive and showing them like they're that they have the ability to take control of their life that they never really 
some of the characters never felt before. So some honorable mention series that we want to talk about, but you can find reviews for these books on our website. And that is The Maxwells by Layla Hagen. And Sawyer Bennett put to a close her Jameson Security Force series this year. Um, It ends with Codename Omega. And it was this series, again, if you like romantic suspense, this is an excellent series. You should give it a try. Um, But you can find, do you have honorable mention series? Um, yes. Um, Lanny Lynn Vale, um, her Battle Crows MC, the entire series came out in 2022. It started in January, ended in October. And it was just, I just love her books. Like they're a little out there. They're a little wild. She takes artistic license and does what she wants. And that's one of the reasons I really enjoy her books, but it was a really good family series. So, okay. We are moving on to part two, where we, Lee and I, are going to break down what our top reads of each month of 2020 were, but we're going to start with December of 2021, which means next year's episode will start with December of 2022. Please note, Mm -hmm. these books were published in the month. That doesn't mean that we actually read them that month, um, that it came out. Most books have been reviewed on our website and may have been featured on previous podcast episodes. What we're telling you this is so that we can get through these without making this a five-hour episode. Um, yes, because we learned from our mistakes last year. We did. So what we're going to do is we are going to go start in December. I'm going to give you my December top. Leah will give you her December top. We're going to give you the title, the author, um, and pretty much that's it. That's it. Because if we if we basically Becky told me I can't talk about it because I have a tendency to ramble. She does. But, well, I want to get through this for you because I we're at the end of this, we're then going to tell you what our top reads of the year were. And I'd rather spend a little bit more time on those yeah. um, than anything else. The other thing to please note is I personally have two books that are titles that were printed with HarperCollins uh, imprints. And while we continue to support the HarperCollins union, we ask that if you choose to pick these books up and read them, please do so support the authors, but do not review them. Um, and we decided to keep these titles in my list because these are both written by BIPOC authors. Well, and also like she read them a while ago and is still talking about them. Yeah. Well, but they're also like, these are the authors that need our voice more than mm-hmm. anybody else. So I just want to make sure that, um, you know, they're getting the respect and admiration that they also deserve. And I didn't want to leave them off because big business is stupid. So Well, and also you've raved about them for months. For months. <clears throat> okay. So kicking off, Leah will go first with December 2021. What was your okay. top read? My top read of December was Mine to Keep by Kennedy Mitchell. It is Protection Series Book 4. My top read of December of 2021 was Stone Cold Notes. This is book two in the Seasons of Cha- Seasons Change by Julia Wolf. Okay, so January 2022, um, Brittany Sahin, um, The Broken One, and it is Falcon Fall Security, book two. So my January 2022 is Beyond the Play, which is by Kaylee Ryan. It is part book three in the Out of Reach series. 
Okay. So my February, 2022 is souls by Bryn Asher. And it is the killers book six. And let me tell you, this is the one book I picked like as soon as it came out and I hadn't like veered from it. I'm just going to say that little subject. Well, I do want to say February was my hardest month. I, if I hadn't had this book, then I probably would have, it would have been tough. I had a really bad slump in February. February was a very tough month for me. So I ended up with February for February of 2022 is leave me breathless by Carrie Elks, which is book three in the Winterville series. Okay, so March for me is Broken King by Bella Matthews. It is Restless Kings book two. March for me was Dr. Heartless by Jay Salmon. This is book three in her billionaire Boston. Her Boston Bachelor Billionaire Boston, Boston Billionaire Bachelors. Who cares? The three Bs. It's the Abbott Fritz family series. Yeah, that would have been such an easier like series so to much. remember. Yeah. Too many fucking bees. Okay. Um, my April is <clears throat> excuse me, Conquered by Riley Edwards. This is Triple Canopy, book number six. Um, April for me was One Way Back to Me, The Wilder Brothers, book one by Carrie Ann Ryan. And really, this series is this I should have honorable mentioned this series. I don't know. It's just, it's really good, but there's all E names. You will be confused as fuck. Just you remember their name from their book, but you can't remember anybody else. No. Um, My May book is, excuse me, Make Me Shiver by Marie Johnston. This is Oil Baron's book two. So my May book is Royal Club Pivot book one. By debut author, co-writers, Rebel Shaw. However, I don't think they are debut because this is Kylie, uh, this is Kaylee Ryan and Lacey Black writing under the name of Rebel Shaw. Yeah, so it's a pen name debut, not an author co-writing debut. So it's a little little different there. All right, so (laughs) on to June. So my June is Mary Carr. It is Italian Stallions book two, and the book is Hard and Fast. So my June book is A Proposal They Can't review Refuse. Oh, my gosh. A Proposal They Can't Refuse. This is the Vega Family Love Stories book one by Natalie Kenya. It's the grandpas. I, yeah. You love, the, you love an old person in a book. Also, the audiobook, Phenomenal. Okay, so my July is a sci-fi book. It is Zoe Draven. It is The Horde Kings of Dakar, book six, the final book in the series, and it is Throne of the Horde King. My July book is After Hours on Milagro Street by Angelina M. Lopez. And this was really close to being a top read, but it was my most exceptional read in July. Mm-hmm. So August, um, it is... Susan Stoker for me, and it is the refuge book one. This is a brand new series, a brand new direction of series, and it's called deserving Alaska. So August for me was an accident. 
It was. Um, because I needed to pick a book to do with Rachel for a quick shot. And I was looking That's through. happy accident. I was looking through top books on Kindle. And this book was listed. And this is Asher by Samantha Whiskey. Okay. September, I went down the Michelle Rabbit Hold Sinners or the Michelle Heard Sinners Rabbit Hole recently. And this is Sinners Book Five, and it is captured by a sinner. It's kidnapping, it's a love language. My Just September book it. is Always Her Love The Steals at Silver Island, Book Four by Melissa Foster. That one was almost one of my top reads, but since it's one of your months, I'm not using it anymore. So October, October actually was a really good month for me. So it was kind of hard to decide, but I ended up picking Folk Around and Find Out by the Queen, Miss Penny Reed. And it is Good Folk, Modern Folk Tales, book two. So October, 2022. The reason this book is picked for me is because this author made me appreciate a second chance romance without feeling ragey. Mm -hmm. And so it is temporarily, temporarily in love by Danica Flynn. This is book three in the McGregor brothers brewing company. And it's just such a great small town romance. It really is. And then my final pick November, 2022 is another sci-fi romance and it's conqueror by Anna Hackett. And this is the final book in the Galactic King series. And it's book four. So my final book for the list in no November, 2022 is Adrift by Swati MH. If I could go back on my list and Leah, you too. If there's one book on this list that you hope everybody will take a minute and read. Mm -hmm. For me, it is Adrift. What book is it for you? Honestly, for me, I really want everyone to read Throne of the Horde King. <laughs> it's just such a good series and I loved it so much. And I I mean, we have people in our community that have read it because they're, they're in my secret society and they, they do what I want. <laughs> but it really is such a really dynamic series and book in the, the world that Zoe Draven created the imagination in these sci-fi books is just, it, it boggles my mind sometimes the world that these authors create. So now we are moving you on. laugh, but it's a good book. <laughs> now we are moving on over to our best top reads of 2022. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I, I only have one that is solely mine. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you mine, then Leah's going to give you hers, and then the one that is actually the Buzzing About Romance podcast hosts top read of the year, yeah. um, which last year was from the Embers. It was. Which is so funny because it is taking off like gangbusters now. But it's such a damn good book, and, and Allie deserves every second of that. Um, so for me, my very top read of 2022 was Faded to Bloom by Julia Wolf. So a couple things went into this. One, I read a shit ton, shit ton of rock star romances this year <laughs> in preparation of our for our Build a Rock Band series, yeah. um, our episode that Jenny and I did. And um, I read a ton 
a ton of rock stars. And at the end of the day, Faded to Bloom, I think I read that back in August. Yeah, I think it came out in August. It came out in July. We read it like right around the time it came out. Yeah. This book is a friends to lovers romance. That you did not. And a slow burn. But I. Two of of Becky's least favorite things. I know. And it is an age gap and it's neighbors. So it's close proximity. This book wins for a couple of reasons. It's um, a biracial relationship. But in this book, the author also delves into some things that we don't often talk about. Heroin takes plan B. Um, There is a just the fact that they're friends it had such a natural progression to their relationship. They started out as strangers and neighbors and became friends. They have a loose connection. But like the guy didn't even realize they were dating. And in essence, he hadn't been dating anyone else for a year. But he'd been dating her. So there's just some little things that were so well done. And really what this comes down to is if an author can make me six months later still be loving a friends to lovers romance that I want more people to read. In general, if an author can make you love a friends to lovers romance, it doesn't matter if it's six months later. If you talk about it like more than once, it's a win. It is a win. So my very top read of 2022 is Faded to Bloom by Julia Wolf. Okay. So my top reads, I couldn't decide because these both were really good books. So Rebecca Yaros, Reason to Believe, this came out in April and I talked about it incessantly for like weeks on end. And even still, like if somebody like talks about like a firefighter romance, this is a book that you need to read. It's a, a kind of, kind of age gap. It's not a huge age gap. Sibling's best friend, the hero, like he's, he is a damaged guy and the heroine has been in love with him for years, but he is just, he's just did not have the best home life and the best upbringing. And there's some history that she, at the moment, like she says some things and her brother like powers through. And let me tell you, her brother is a douche nugget. You will not like him, his reaction. And when he finds out, like, it is not okay. It is one of those situations where like, you want to dick punch the brother, but it's, there's foster kids and the whole, there's a lot of really hard topics in this book. And it was just so well done and so good. And I just, it, it's just really good. Rebecca Yaros is an excellent writer and I just really enjoy her books. Actually, one of her books was one of my top reads last year too. And then also Resting Witch Face by Juliet Cross. It is a second chance paranormal romance between a vampire and a witch. And it, her story and her lore and just the creation of this world and the way this story takes place and the reasonings behind their breakups and the it they've been apart for years and they've but they live in the same city they've had interactions but there's always something holding them back but it's just it's so well done and it's believable and there's a lot of hurt and a lot of growth and a lot of 
understanding that they weren't ready for each other when they were together at the time. Like they both needed the time apart and it, it works. And it's not one of those second chance romances. You're like, Oh, like that was really stupid that like it happened that way. But like for them, if they hadn't made the choices that they did, I don't think like they wouldn't be the people they are in the present in the book, but it's such a well done story. So that brings us to the very top read of 2022 for both of us. And um, really this book hit a lot of, um, was a hit for a lot of our community members. It really was. As we read this book and we're talking about it, others were reading it and talking about it. And we all just fell deeply in love with these characters. Um, It's just, it's a second chance, small town romance, friends to lovers. And the highlight is a dog named Bernie Bernie Sanders. Sanders and a little girl named Imogene that, you know, hates the fucking chickens. Imogen, like her and those bastard chickens do not have a good relationship. And she has the pottiest potty mouth of a child. She thinks she's a pirate. She is wonderful and delightful. And Noah and Shay are just perfect. And And if you have read Kate Canterbury, which it's in a jam by Kate Canterbury. And if you've read her before and you read the Walsh family, it is the jam man. So if you have not read this book yet and you read the Walshes and you know who the jam man is, this is his book and it is perfect. It really is. It's such a great story. It's a chunk of a book, but it is, doesn't feel big. It does not feel big at all. Anyway, it is absolutely worth a read and it is a highlight. Don't let the cover fool you. It is not sweet. There is absolute spice in this book. Um, so you can find a list along with all of our honorable mentions on our on the shelf show notes at buzzingaboutromance.com. Um, you can also go on over there and you can find a list of our upcoming dates, including book club, happy hours, plot a book, and reading challenges at bookcaseandcoffee.com slash events. Patreon, we would like to say a huge thank you to all of our Patreon members, because again, this would not happen if it wasn't for you. This past year would not have happened if it wasn't for you. You can find out details on how to join our Patreon at patreon.com backslash bookcase and coffee. Yeah, our Patreon has grown so much in this last year. Mm -hmm. And it's really, every day I'm amazed at how awesome our community is. And I think, gosh, you know, could this get any better? Like, it's pretty freaking phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And if you are looking for a community that talks about books that... You can also just talk about, like, if you just need a friend, we just have such an excellent community. And I we do. And it and it's one of those things where, like, it's a safe space. It's a safe space to vent, like whether it's a personal thing or a bookish thing. It is a safe space to vent. It is. It is. Um, And it's so cool to be a part of people's, you know, big celebrations and Mm -hmm. send some virtual hugs when you need them. So think about joining us. Okay, so we would also like to take this minute. Um, first of all, before we go forward to this last little announcement here, I do personally want to take a moment and say thank you to one Leah um, for being my co-host this year. It has been a wild ride, um, but we made it. We, we made you know, it. 
uh, 52 Sundays of episodes and a million quick shots, it feels like we survived some reading challenge and all sorts of chaotic things. Special well, thank 20, you. To- 2022 was a year. It, it was a it's year. It's been a year. Special thank you to all of our podcast contributors. Mm-hmm. We have five amazing contributors that give us their time and their talent and their book suggestions. And they are some of the most amazing group of humans that I've had the pleasure of working with. Um, I also would be remiss if we did not send a thank you to our producer guy, Mike Burrier. Because yeah. without Mike Burrier, <laughs> this podcast would not happen. We wouldn't have anything without him. No. Um, there's also a thank you to your Mike for supporting us along the way and, mm-hmm. you know, accepting all of the crazy that comes with being part of the buzzing about romance podcast. <laughs> um, and then a special thank you to you, the listeners. Thank you for coming each week and listening to us talk about books and sharing the books that we love. Um, you know, years ago, I never would have imagined that I would have this amazing platform and this amazing community of people that love romance as much as I do for a long time. Reading has been a very um, solitary type experience. And since the start of this podcast, I've now found people that I can share this with. And it just, it means everything, everything to me. I never imagined that this would all be happening. And, you know, we started in June of 2020 and here we are starting January, 2023 with so much chaos a lot of chaos but it's it's a lot of fun and it's it's nice it's one of those things where we have found such a great community to connect with and we have created some amazing friendships with people all over the world all over yeah well and thank you to the authors for coming on and sharing their stories with us and and thank you just for writing these stories that we enjoy and we can't stop like we want to continue to read like If it wasn't for you, we would not be here. It's just been, it's, you know, there are days that I look at this and I'm like, wow. Especially because, you know, I experienced some pod fade a little bit this year, which happens to everyone who podcasts. It starts to become, you know, a little bit of a drain and you have coming up with new ideas can sometimes be super stressful. Mm -hmm. But I look at this and I think, look at what we do, though. Look at what we do. We celebrated some really big things this last year. We really did. You know, um, we had community members that added to their family. We welcomed new community members. We held, you know, we sent virtual hugs and held virtual hands for those that experienced loss and heartache Mm -hmm. this year. It's just, it's overwhelming and it's amazing. And I'm so lucky. So lucky. Mm -hmm. It's, it's an amazing piece of my life to be honest yeah um really i don't have a life if we stop doing this <laughs> that's not true you do mm, okay but it would not be as fulfilling as it is currently it wouldn't it wouldn't um okay so 2023 first 2023 of all is gonna start with a bang but if you have trope talks you think we should do or you have an author that should be on our radar. If you have ideas for episodes or if you want to know something. Or if something, you have a Festivus gripe, let us know that too. Well, if you have something like in Romance Landa you would like to know more about. Covers, yeah. tropes, um, writing styles, evolutions mm-hmm. of things. Send us an email. Tell us. Send us a DM. 
just let us know because we are open to all new and exciting ideas. We don't have much <clears throat> planned for this year yet. No, that's not true. We have we have thoughts. We have in the works things. We don't have a lot set in stone. Um, we, we don't even have January stone. really scheduled. Like this is January first. We know, like, what the fuck happened to December? We have four of the five January episodes that we need to do. Well, see, there we go. Oh no, that we need to do. I thought we had. Oh no, well, and the one that the one that drops next week, we haven't even written yet. Well, that's fun. Yeah, you know, I took a vacation in December and didn't really pay attention to anything. Well, and my youngest's birthday's in just like Christmas Eve. And so the whole month is a shit show. Just anyway. So, okay. But I one, thing, <clears throat> one thing that is solid starting off January 2023. It's the new to you author challenge. Um, it is our, we had such a great time with it last year. So you that we decided to do it again this year. So new reading challenge to kick it off of 2023. So you must, and these are the rules, but as everybody knows, like our rules are very loose people, very loose, but you must read at least two new to you authors each month to be entered into the monthly prizes, which we have no idea what those are going to be yet. Book money. Each, each additional new to you author you read will be counted as an additional entry and you must submit each new to you author you read to our form for entry to count and you can find all of those forms on the website and any new to you author read between 1 1 2023 to 3 31 2023 counts for an entry so you can read 15 new authors you get 15 entries you can read two authors you can get two entries it doesn't matter and what we do, what we want is we really want you guys to challenge yourself to step outside of the box of what you know. Mm-hmm. We want you. And the, so the next episode, we're going to talk about ways to discover new to you authors, yeah. some new to you authors that we have read that we think if you, you know, that should be on your radar, but also some of the things that you can look for yeah. when uh, some tips and tricks on how to um, find new to you authors. Well, and like find new to you authors that might be intriguing to you. Yeah, because we all have favorite tropes. And uh-huh. so there's ways that you can Google a trope that will take you into a Goodreads um, post that will show you authors that write of people that have shelved those books and will tell you like, you know, that it has that trope in it. So, um, yeah. We want you to diversify your bookshelves. We also want you to read diversely. So mm-hmm. if you are looking for recommendations of BIPOC authors, queer authors, um, debut authors, send us an email. We are happy to yes. help you find some of those. And if we don't have the resources to help you find those, we, we have friends. We know people who do. We have friends that can help us do that. That's true. Um, it's just really, it's one of those things that... You will thank yourself. Now, finding new authors can absolutely be a struggle because you might have more hits. You might have more misses. It just really depends. But and again, if you have a good community. Every once in a while, you'll find an author that has a giant backlist and you go down that rabbit hole and you just can't stop. So sometimes it backfires. I'm looking at you, Carrie Elks and Carrie Ann Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but we love introducing 
our community to new authors. We're constantly talking about new authors. And honestly, like our community has given Becky and I tons of new authors throughout the past couple of years. Like if it wasn't for our community, we wouldn't have read like a third of the authors that we have. No. Yeah. And again, you might have to put down your hangups of macheting a series because it might be a situation where book four kicks off the 12 book series and is better yeah than one and three so there are some kind of things you have to give some grace to yourself and give yourself permission to break your own dumb rules they're Um, not dumb rules they're (laughs) rules of the world that you do things in order but i will say that sometimes i feel i feel like a good girl machete in a series you are a good girl yeah (laughs) um yeah so and we do have some honorable mention titles that we didn't talk about that were exceptional reads for us this year but becky's gonna do a blog post i'm gonna do a blog post so if you want to see those you just have to go to the website yep okay leah thank you so much for joining me today of course and to you our listeners happy 2023 happy new year And until next time, everyone. Happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.